This is the Emergency Medical Minute, sponsored by Health One. Okay, so uh, I read a very interesting article uh, about immunotherapy and kind of how that affects us in the emergency department, right? So uh, immunotherapy, what's that used for? Cancers more, more days, right? So our traditional chemotherapy, kind of cancer evolved from like, if it was kind of localized and we could cut it out, maybe you could get a cure. But if you had metastatic cancer, you're basically dead. And then we came out with chemotherapy, which was based at, hey, if we can treat and kill really fast dividing cells, we can give you a chance at either longer survival and rare instances a chance at cure, right? And that was all targeted at poisoning everything and knowing that uh, that poison would kind of more affect the cancer cells than the rest of your cells. And the hot new thing in kind of cancer treatment is immunotherapy, where we take your immune system, we train your immune system, and then you use that immune system to attack cancer cells much more efficiently. So uh, this is kind of way outside the scope of what we do, but we'll explain kind of the two basic types of immunotherapy and then why that kind of affects us in the ER and what we have to look for when these patients come to us because they're coming to us much more frequently. Um, so the first step of immunotherapy is what's called checkpoint inhibition. Right? So the best thing for you guys to prevent cancer is actually your own immune system. We all develop cancers all the time. Your immune system goes, ooh, that cell's kind of crazy and it kills it, right? Um, and one of the most important things for you to develop a cancer is that cancer actually learns how to turn your immune system off. So when a T cell comes and it binds that cancer, that cancer actually has receptors on it that turn off that and say, hey, I'm safe, don't worry about me. And that cancer continues to grow outside of your immune system reacting to it. So what checkpoint inhibition does is it's actually monoclonal antibodies that bind to those checkpoint inhibitors and stop cancers from turning off T cells. So what it does is if the immune system can't be turned off, that's a good thing for your immune system attacking the cancer, but it's also a way that people develop a lot of autoimmune problems because your immune system now doesn't have a break to it. So if your immune system uh, suddenly decides that your skin is bad, it's more prone to attack your skin. Or if it's, it decides that there's something about the GI cell it doesn't like, it's more prone to attack the GI cells. So that can affect the whole body. Skin and GI are the most common complications where patients can get really bizarre rashes because they're getting an autoimmune kind of attack to their skin, to their GI system. But it also affects really weird things. Like you can get it to your pituitary system and have a bunch of pituitary issues. You could get it to your, to your, to your thyroid and then suddenly develop hypo or hyperthyroidism. So the important thing to kind of realize about those is if you find out that a patient is on a checkpoint inhibitor and they have weird symptoms, first test for it, even if it's something bizarre like hypoadrenalism or, or hypothyroidism or something else, uh, and then talk with the oncologist because uh, what is the treatment for most of these conditions if it's autoimmune? And the idiot steroids. So you'll be giving steroids to some of these patients for really bizarre symptoms because you're trying to turn off their immune system, right? Or at least tap that immune system down. So the other thing that they do with immunotherapy and the second major type is what's called CART. And, uh, and CART is pretty cool. It's uh, C-A-R-T, um, you know, C-A-R-T cells. And they basically take your own body's T cells. They send them to T like Navy SEAL T cell school they basically infect these with cancer antigens so your body suddenly knows, hey, these are, these are bad players. Uh, and then they take your own T cells, they give you chemotherapy, they knock down your own T cell levels, and then they introduce these kind of super trained T cells back into your body. 
Okay? Uh, and this kind of can result in really two major phenomenon that you should be, we should all know about, which are two things that we see all the time. Is one, it gives you this thing that looks a ton like sepsis. Uh, so if a person comes in and they're in chemotherapy and they're, they just look for all the world, fever, et cetera, like septic shock, they can actually not have septic shock and they can have this other thing, which is cytokine release syndrome. So these super T cells, when they reintroduce them, how that works is they find all this cancer and they decide we're gonna screw this cancer up real bad, right? <laughs> so they start attacking the cancer and when they do that, they release all these cytokines. And these cytokines are uh, what really drive a lot of sepsis physiology. So they cause the tachycardia and the blood pressure and, and kind of this, this huge inflammatory thing all over your body. But when those patients come in, oftentimes they're not infected. And what they need is high dose steroids and then a monoclonal antibody that actually tries to counteract what the, uh, what the cytokine release is doing. Okay? So it's a kind of a, a cool thing, but that's cytokine release syndrome. And then the other thing that we see a lot, which is a medical emergency, is strokes. And there's a really interesting phenomenon where these cells can actually start attacking and causing inflammation in certain areas of the brain. And they can present as stroke syndromes or as confusion, or other neurologic emergencies. And again, the treatment is so radically different from what we'd usually do, because that's not gonna respond to TPA, uh, but very much will respond to, again, high-dose steroids and some of these other immunoglobulin modulators that kind of help calm down your immune system. So, something that we see pretty rarely uh, but the mind doesn't, the eye doesn't see what the mind doesn't know, right? And the most important thing that all of us should do is keep these on our radar. And when a patient comes in and they're a cancer patient and, they, and they're sick, we should ask, what type of immunotherapy are you on? Because the key thing is if they're on, sorry, what type of chemotherapy are you on? Because if they're on immunotherapy, it opens up this whole other universe of pathology and things that you have to think about that we didn't have to think about before. Okay. We are on a quest to provide the world with free medical education. Please help us out by rating us on iTunes, following us on social media, and subscribing to our newsletter at emergencymedicalminute.com.